Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the podcast. This week, we're talking about Andrew Dominic's uh, possibly anti-un-American uh, film. I don't know. His his film, Killing Them Softly, uh, starring Brad Pitt, starring Ray Leon, starring so many people. This is a very star-studded film, I think, and pretty great. Uh, nice, brisk, very violent, as we're going to talk about extensively through the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, it's Killing Them Softly. I'm here. My name is Sean Anderson, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Stephen Reyes. And let's just get talking about this. You're listening to more movies, please. And happy second, second levels, levels day to you. Second, second levels, levels day. And we are discussing a interesting film on this one. And I'm just going to hit the spoiler thing because I feel like we heard that yell multiple times in the film. Well, granted, we didn't actually hear the Wilhelm. Yeah. But it would have been very appropriate on a lot of occasions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There were there were a couple of uh, uh, big old action sequences where it, it would have fit in, right? Just very cleanly, I think. Yeah. Like, without even the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a kind of a violent movie and a little surprising in its violence because I think it uh, in a lot of cases it comes out of nowhere. It, it it does that. So you, before we even started recording, like you were interested in hearing what I thought on this film. Yeah, I guess just just generally. Although I don't know if that's sort of is that the question we answer at the very end of the episode? Should we do that now? That's the question we answer at the end for the most part. But so you know what? I will say what I think. Uh-huh. But I won't say the rent or buy till the end. That's like the final definitive thing. That's fair. I, uh, let's go with that. Somebody could have like, for me, a uh, disgusted response to a <laughs> lot of stuff that's happening and like sure. horrified for majority of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But doesn't mean I'm going to say it's not a worth a buy, but we'll find that part right. out later. But I will say, damn, that I was horrified and felt vile for like the first half of the movie and there wasn't even the <laughs> violence there because like the violence doesn't even start like till the second half like for for the most part like actual physical right. violence i think it kind of kicks off with with ray liotta getting beat the hell up okay yeah that does happen in the first half but like it was just like the way they were talking because you had the two main kids who were dumb enough to rob the card game uh-huh. who uh-huh. one looked like he was ready to keel over from all the drugs he was on and like hadn't showered in weeks <laughs> Yeah, dude was clearly on something, heroin or meth or something. He was I don't on know. something all the time because every time we saw his perspective, stuff would slow down and get blurred or echoed. The girl yeah. walked by and she's like, is that a homeless guy? I was like, damn. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there are some okay homeless. Some All homeless people don't do drugs. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was just his appearance just looked very unkept. It was that dude needed a shower. Mm-hmm. And so that there was that and there thoughts of like what was amazing he's like yeah we're gonna pull this job and i'm gonna take the money and buy some drugs and become a dealer and i'm gonna be set i'm like wait that's your big life plan like you think that's a great plan that doesn't sound like a great plan Uh (laughs) uh-huh wasn't that basically the plan it wasn't requiem for a dream weren't they just trying to get like a a block of pure like heroin or something it's been a long time but that doesn't sound like it it doesn't sound too far like it's 
Yeah. You see, I'm so warped. It sounds pr- like it could have been that. I just haven't seen it in such a long time. Probably was. That's not a movie. That's like a once in a lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. That movie was rough, especially the director's cut. But yeah, I I think I could echo what you're getting at. Like, if your plan for success is let's just sell drugs, then I mean, uh, me personally, I my feeling is like come up with a different plan, man. Yeah, no, it's just like ooh, but yeah. Just- I- <laughs> Yeah. Either that or like, no, I don't want to see, I don't want to condone selling drugs, but at the very least for this character, if you're going to sell drugs, you probably shouldn't also be like high off your ass on those same drugs. You know, know, I completely agree that you should never get hooked on your own supply because it's such easy access that you're just screwed. Like he was like, he essentially what we started talking about the heist he pulled to somebody in like the chain of command of the people he robbed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah rookie mistake oh, oh I, yeah. I mean yeah yeah i the guy didn't look very bright to begin with and was just sort of one of those like you saw it in that in that first meeting kind of like almost the opening scene mm-hmm. between uh i don't remember their characters names but scoot mcnary and ben mendelson and and uh the squirrel guy uh yeah this yeah ben was just like so antagonistic and just wanting to pick a fight right away while <laughs> his friend was like trying to like back him and say hey he he's fine he's fine no he's not <laughs> so not so not and was the reason why all of this happened I, it makes me feel really bad for for scoot's character because like nothing bad would have had to have happened if he just picked somebody else Somebody who was a little less high, at least. Oh, yeah. Just a little less high. Just all over the place that it just cracked me up. Yeah. Their intelligence level. Like, yes. So that's what kind of horrified me at first was how ignorant they were. And not like to be super judgy on like intelligence. More of like, oh, this hurts just to hear your thought process. And you're going to rob who? Really? No, 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 no. That's just you're not the Joker from Batman Return. uh, The Dark Knight. (laughs) Sorry. Who right, actually right, right. knows who they're stealing and can handle it <laughs> yeah yeah these two can't handle it i like one of them can't even keep his mouth shut the other one i think scoot was i don't know he was a little better off he at least wasn't high the entire time yeah uh he had a little more sense in his head but he didn't have despite his his appearance and his sort of like tough guy attitude he mm-hmm. actually didn't have any street smarts i don't think because no. he let jackie just off him in the end like it was clear he wasn't going to make it out of this. No, like seriously, like that kind of character. Well, Jackie's character, man, he can intimidate the fuck out of you. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you know, not surprising. It's Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm sure that man, I mean, he looks like he could be, he, he's clearly one of the most charming people in the entire world, but he, he'll also could like turn on a dime he, he's got this like seems like he's got this darkness in him a little mm-hmm. bit and can just like stare down a grizzly bear and have the bear go running oh 100 that i was just impressed that he just was so intimidating that he could have sold me a freaking ford fiesta and i'd be happy about it and i can't fit <laughs> in that damn thing <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hey, because what's the alternative? You, I mean, God, I don't want to piss that guy off. And he seems uh, with the people who don't cross him, with the people don't, who don't give him a problem, mm-hmm. he seems like perfectly fine with. Like he doesn't take any shit from anybody. Oh, he yeah. doesn't maybe seem like the like 
the most fun guy at a party, but he's not just going to screw with you just to screw with you. Oh yeah, no, that he stood up <laughs> for his friend who was just messing up left and right, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll call the cops on you and have you dragged back to where you're supposed to be." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Which is an interesting part of the movie. It almost didn't seem like that part needed to be in the film, but that's a, dis- a separate discussion. But like with Scoot's character, Frankie, Frankie, mm-hmm. Frankie, and Russell, who was um like. <laughs> I don't know. I think if if uh, Frankie didn't have a, a target on his back or a price on his head, mm-hmm. then Jackie probably would have acted the same way around him, but just wouldn't have killed him at the end. Yeah, I can you understand know, he gave that. him so many opportunities to do to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. I like he didn't have to work with him. He didn't have to be so kind and genteel to him, you know, in some ways. But he did. Yeah, I think he was trying to like he knew he was going to take him out, but he didn't want to have to beat him up. Like he wanted him to at least be at ease. Yeah. Unlike our other character who got the shit beat out of him. Poor Marky Trapman. Poor uh, Ray Liotta. Yep. Yeah. That character, like even Jackie was just like, why are we going to put him through that? We have to kill him anyway. That if we're going to do anything, yeah. we should just, once he gives us the information we want, take him out, and like not keep beating him. He's yeah. like, no, this is a waste of time. This is a waste of effort. And I completely agree. It's kind of like how back with the Senate going, hey, Trump wants 2,000, but you guys only want 600. Do you know you're not going to approve 2,000? Just go ahead and send out the six. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To reference 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another one of those. Uh, banner events in 2020. Um, I think that's, uh, no, I I almost, I almost respect uh, Jackie for that. He's got a very, like, he's very cut and dry. He does his job. He's a contract killer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he understands that, like, why get your, why get your knuckles messy? Why bloody up your knuckles or mess up your shoes when you don't have to? And he was, all, again, he, he was almost just kind toward Marky. He's like, it's going to be, beating up Marky is going to be unpleasant for Marky. Mm-hmm. So why why do it when the end result ultimately is going to be the same thing yeah because like there's no point it's not like beating him up you could possibly get the answers you want and then spare him it's he's going to die anyway so why are we going to torture him more it's just cruel at that point i think that's why Mm -hmm. he didn't uh do he didn't beat up frankie at all is because like in that case he was in the driver's seat and he's like you know what why (laughs) why mess up my hands relative pretty much literally (laughs) yes yes yeah and i weird saying this but uh, you know about a movie about people killing each other but i can almost respect that more somebody who is like um intelligent enough and knows their job well enough to like get everything done without wasting time or effort yeah no i would 100 percent agree because (laughs) as we probably know from many film sets we've been on (laughs) (laughs) yes that he's efficient he knows what he needs to get done and he doesn't want to put other people who are on the receiving end of his contract through unnecessary pain. And man, that looked gruesome. Like I, I, I think you've seen maybe more violent movies than I have, which is why this one, your, your feelings toward about this one are a little surprising to me because I think you have maybe a stronger stomach for, uh, let's say rougher movies than I do. Um, but this one is still like, I wasn't expecting what happened to Ray Liotta to happen to him. Mm hmm. And it was it, it, like, it, it, I think it crossed the line to like, um, kind of gross what they did to him. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So to you, you're right. I've, I have a stronger stomach for violent movies like kick-ass. I found hilarious. 
I love the John Wick yeah. trilogy. Right. So like those are easily super violent. But the Although stuff that was... I will say that for... Sorry to interrupt. Uh, like Kick-Ass, for instance, that had some realistic violence, but it seems so over the top that mm-hmm. it it's easier to disconnect from the violence in that movie. The way the beating in this one happened to Marky was it, it came across as more real than even John Wick. Well, I think because it was, it was just so seeing, much more gruesome. Well, I think because the difference is like, yeah, both of those like kick ass 100% over the top stuff. So seeing somebody get exploded by a bazooka kind of hard <laughs> to relate to because yes, that has happened with people on in war, but yeah. not your everyday thing. Uh, John Wick, there's some pretty extreme stuff, but there are some things that, cause like, Keanu Reeves trained for like fighting yeah. style and like he's like a champion or I, I could be wrong on the title, but he like he's an expert marksman who's competed. So he's like, mm. um, he's like on set saying, if I shoot X amount of bullets, I want to make sure my character is changing the magazine. So they try yeah. to be as accurate as possible. And of course, some things aren't realistic. Other things are as close as can be, but just the violence on screen at all can make you cringe like this one. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little easier to relate to because you're like, you're seeing it as it was simple hit, but seeing a bloody mouth, seeing somebody puke and cry and whine, it's like makes yeah. it more attainable because it's not in a flashy moment, even though those flashy moments in John Wick They're really cool. are, are still pretty accurate on the damage. Just the, right. the delivery of it is very action packed. Yes. Completely agree. I think the, and now that I think about it more, I think the difference between this one killing them softly and something more like John Wick is that John Wick, I, to my recollection, never really like lingered on um, gruesome violence toward one person for as mm-hmm. long as killing them softly did. Like this was a long sequence. Oh, yeah. Several yeah. minutes. And the camera didn't really look away from it at all. With John Wick, he's like he's killing people gruesomely. But once somebody's dead, he's on to the next person. So it doesn't it doesn't really give you a chance to sink in for each hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you're just you're propelled by John Wick's his momentum and his energy and his like fight to stay alive. So I guess the thing that to explain like your shock with my reaction, it wasn't the violence, like the physical violence that got me. It was the thought process of our two characters that kind of just made me cringe because I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't stand to watch this like are people really thinking like this living like that that really hurts me to think of and then the mickey character drunk all the time hookers all that stuff i was just like and the way he talked about people and treated people was so revolting that i was like oh i thought i got away from that on the east coast i was just like (laughs) it was the personalities that disgusted me not necessarily the violence which is kind of interesting like you would expect it to be yeah. both from somebody no i i i see where you're coming from uh I, this is a movie i've seen a few times but i i think i was you know i was taking notes this time so i i was uh trying to invest a lot of my attention toward it so i think i was really uh connected to these scenes um specifically the mickey one because you know i i recalled him being just kind of a gross uh character but man the way he he acts around people the way he he acted to the the prostitute was just like uh to borrow your word vile disgusting just like rude and unnecessary even jackie um uh what was it even jackie was shocked when he's like hey if you keep talking like that one of these days a john's gonna cut you up yeah it was like wait are you really saying that stuff like yeah 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 mm-hmm. i i you know it's weird when 
you're watching a movie and you end up like siding uh, almost emotionally with the person who's killing everybody because everybody else is just like disgusting physically or or like just has a disgusting spirit and <laughs> by the end of this year you're like damn jackie's got the right idea and you know what should fucking pay him come on man he did his job yeah like 100 that hey just because things didn't go the way you guys wanted you hired him that's the rate it's like come on I want to talk about that whole speech at the end, too. That one was ridiculous. But uh, like Mickey was, I, I'm watching this movie again, and I love seeing James Gandolfini. It makes me sad a little bit. You know, he's, he's he died a few, several years ago. I'm not sure when exactly. Yeah. But he died, I think, pretty young, too, for these days. And it's it's always good to see him because he is an amazing, amazing actor. But then I've got this, like, competing emotion where i'm just like like i disgusted by this person and i would never ever want to be in a room with him because i like i don't know (sighs) on the one hand he's almost empathetic because he's actually like you know when when they're in that bar and he's talking about his wife earlier he's like if she wants to leave me i'll just sign the papers i'm not gonna fight her it'll be better for her and i'm like you know what? I respected you're, that one. You're disgusting, but yeah, it's respectful because he's like he's realistic. This is the person, right? Yeah, realistic, and I think actually kind of cares for her despite his his uh, philandering and his just you know yeah his infidelity. Um, but is still like you know what I maybe the kinder thing for her is to sign the papers, and I'm like oh, that's you know what that's mighty big of you. Mm-hmm. Next time we see him though, he's you know in a bathrobe and a prostitute's walking out of his. Uh, hotel room and he's saying basically that like i was considering cutting you up <laughs> uh <laughs> like i'm like come on man give me something better to latch on to and again i i felt th- i think i felt similar to jackie's character i think jackie was sort of the audience's way to connect with this movie is mm-hmm. because i i think if you're watching this movie i hope you're feeling disgusted by mickey's character by the mickey character in the same way that jackie was i definitely was disgusted by his character that i have an uncle who runs his mouth like that nowhere near that extreme which is impressive because i thought he was pretty bad so i'll actually have to give him a kudo point next time (laughs) but um yeah this one was just to the extreme like just treating people like just crap yeah and for no reason i i mean i think he just felt inadequate so he was just trying to put other people down yeah i mean he it's it's just like almost almost his i don't know his personality is almost boring because it's just he's just a bully he's a run-of-the-mill like dime a dozen bully who makes himself feel bigger by putting other people down and you had mentioned that you didn't know if his character was necessary in the movie and i think it could have been fine without it i think the one thing at least for me that it brought to the screen was showing that Hey, Eve, Jackie is a no bullshit kind of guy because here's somebody he respected, expected yeah. something from the past, and then realized the person's shit now and can't do his job. And even though it's his friend, he's not going to put up with it. Like showing it doesn't matter who you are. If you don't do your job, you will. he will not tolerate you. And I think that's the only thing it brought to the film for me was just showing he will not tolerate it no matter who it is. That's true. Yeah. I, I mean, it wouldn't have affected the story. The, like the ending of the story at all oh, yeah. if if mickey wasn't there but yeah you're right it it, sh- it gives well it gives two things one uh an opportunity for brad pitt and james gandolfini to like act their asses off on screen which was um, fun like despite yeah. the stuff he was saying i wasn't just 
impressed to see him right like that bar scene was amazing i feel oh that um, poor ra- waiter <laughs> yeah oh, god that was another thing like th- just really drove home this this feeling to me that mickey is just terrible mm-hmm. he like chastised the waiter for not bringing uh jackie a beer even though the waiter didn't know he needed to bring jackie a beer and mickey was just like screwing with the waiter just because he could and like yep. ah that's gross that's gross behavior oh, but 100 percent. yeah but yeah, it, it gave it gave another opportunity for us to connect with Jackie and further cement like his his top notch like to till the end uh, work ethic mm-hmm. because you know he's he's like he does the job he does it until it's done or until he's dead and he's very I don't know I guess kind of John Wick in that way. He's he's a little John Wickish where he's like, I have my assignment and I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. Like nothing is going to get in your his path. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, maybe John Wick is uh, a better martial artist, but I don't know. I would love to see uh, like one. You know, who do you think would win in that fight? Do we got Jackie or John Wick? I think probably John Wick. John Wick's crazy. Yeah. He's the Baba Yaga. I'm going to say John Wick, but I think Jackie would actually get some decent damage in. Yeah. Yeah, he'd be a uh, give him a real run for his money. Mm-hmm. He'd be more like uh who is it in 2 in the second one was it common the yeah. mm-hmm. uh the the black guy assassin. Yeah. yeah, where they works a little bit more evenly match. Yeah, and they literally like firing the- at each other in that like in that uh what train station or whatever it was. And I love the stalemate when they bust through the window of a um oh, I'm forgetting what it's called, like the uh, uh international continental location. Right. And they're like, this is so, like Switzerland ground, so to speak, like neutral. And they, they both just yeah. stop like so professional. Like they're literally about to try to slit each other's throats. And they're like, oh, uh-huh. nope, this is neutral. We have to pause, even mm-hmm. go have a drink and go like, what are you having? Like, just <laughs> we'll, we'll start this again later when we're not here, which man, if more people could communicate and control themselves like that, right. it'd be so much better. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The internet would be such a ni- a much nicer place to be <laughs> if if that was if I feel like your the life was more like that. Wouldn't be a neutral ground, but I feel like at least there would be more safe spaces out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People uh, would be more decent. God, you know what? We might have to do like a, a John Wick series soon because we're talking about this and I feel the urge to watch him again <laughs> nicole actually is willing to watch them like i think she i can't remember if i've seen her the first shown her the first one uh-huh. i've seen her my vocabulary today anyway i'm leaving it in but i, I know it. she started it at the very uh-huh. least and it's like yeah I'll, I'll watch them just not all back to back i'm like i can respect that 100 percent. yeah yeah i'll even do one every two months like sure sure whatever works that it's just fun yeah but let me oh yeah so that sawed off shotgun <laughs> so yeah that <laughs> that opening card uh card game robbery uh i guess i guess that shotgun would work but okay. like like uh uh frankie said like <laughs> i'm walking in there with a loaded grenade this is just gonna gonna waste everybody in the entire room okay so i'm gonna address that it would uh-huh. work but it would get him too <laughs> <laughs> it would fire backwards <laughs> it's just gonna spray in every direction because the barrel wasn't even long enough to hold the entire shell so right. before the shell can even evacuate the chamber it's just gonna burst sure so okay probably gonna shred his hand and take out a good 20 people in about 180 degree radius in front of him because <laughs> yeah, like you, you saw it. the damage that jackie did with a shotgun from a distance which 
Right. I think he was smart to shoot the glass because that gave him more of a projectile because the spray uh, from a shotgun shell is going to disperse widely. So from that distance, it's not going to do much damage to him. But that was clever right. to use the glass like that. Yeah. Yeah. He did wait until uh, Johnny Amato, they call him Squirrel, I guess, until he got to his car, like in front of the door. Well, the squirrel was squealing. He was. Oh, and then he wasn't squealing anymore. Nope. That was gross. Got shot in the back of the head with that shotgun. And they showed what happened. I was surprised there wasn't more blood, but you did see his his head kind of uh, grapefruit open. Oh, yeah. So I'm playing Last of Us 2 right now because I had started it when it first came out. And then I got delayed with the fortunate job of reviewing other games. So not a complaint. Yeah. But man, that game is gruesome. And this one actually gave it a run a run for its money. Cause that really? game you have people's throats getting ripped out. You're stabbing people in the head and sm- smashing people with a bat. Ugh. It's it's the zombies mostly. Oh sure. But still or, but still like and this one I was just like, oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, there were some rough moments. I, I really didn't shy away from the violence. And in some way in some t- in some cases, like didn't shy away from it and slowed time down to a crawl, which okay, like yes. as violent as it was, that uh that assassinating Marky scene was mm-hmm. gorgeous. That yeah, you probably saw me note that that was a fantastic death scene. Like one, I felt bad for him because even yeah. though he messed up, he had to die for not for no reason he's the one that was stupid enough to brag about something he did in the past which robbed himself essentially left him open for a situation like this so it was his fault it just sucks that this is it wasn't for the one he did yeah but um that scene was beautiful the sound when they slowed down oh man yeah a couple of times where they jump backwards to show like the chamber loading and the shell ejecting from the bullet and it wasn't like a super bad death like two shots and he was dead like he gave a couple more shots just to make sure he was done but i'm pretty sure those first two hits took him out like the one the first one missed him i think the second one went through his hand and threw his chicken out the back of his head i'm sure he was pretty much done after that he was dead before like the whole car accident and if so after the first hit because that was a three car hit I think oh, yeah. yeah yeah he he didn't it wasn't a long death so that's fortunate for him but I mean it was man, a long was, scene but that was just because they slowed it way down it was beautiful just the way they did it uh-huh oh man that glass tinkling mm-hmm. it, it sounded like they were just dropping glass onto a floor or something it was it was just gorgeous it was inspired that yeah. I don't know you haven't seen any of like the CW flash arrow supergirl that stuff I'm uh, presuming. I saw a little bit of flash but not nearly as much as you okay well yeah I'm, I'm all caught up so definitely not as much <laughs> but um did you ever in season one like where the flash saves people from a train that's derailing maybe I'm not sure it's been a while since I've seen so any. I will send you that episode number so you can just like fast forward to that scene like even time and everything yeah, yeah. And maybe we can even put in the episode notes for the uh-huh. it's on Netflix. That scene that they have there where time slows down and he's like saving people and everything's mm. breaking reminds me of this. Like I feel like killing them softly or Flash got inspired by killing them softly for that moment. Oh, I Just bet. Yeah. less violent, a lot less violent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so. If that's what's happening on the CW, then I mean, hats off to them. It would be unexpected. <laughs> Yeah, that that I would watch those hands down. <laughs> yeah, uh, that it whole would be scene like was the boys, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that something like this hasn't happened on the boys, but you know, 
I'm sure they'll have a few more seasons of that yet. Oh uh, yeah, there there's more to come. Yes. I yeah, I was I was really impressed with just how that scene was made. Um this was shot on film too, so they had like a very high speed camera on that one and mm-hmm. probably I don't know, a few thousand feet of film at least. And god, just just trying to imagine how they did that and how much light they must have had to add on had have had to have had on the scene like i i think just the whole staging was was remarkable like there's rain some of the shell cases were even catching the rain i don't oh. know if that was visual effects or whatever but it looked very good visual or not it looked amazing yeah. if it was visual effects kudos to them for mm-hmm. adding that detail if it was just part of the shot well then just man <laughs> yeah no you get that shot that's like Oh, we got to end for the day because it's not getting better than this. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the they're they're shooting on a Wednesday and they plan to shoot all the way through Saturday and they go, hey, we're going to try to get the shot. That's what we got. OK, everybody, we're wrapping till Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pat yourselves on the back. <laughs> yeah. And yep. then uh, that that last moment where uh, that truck went like head on into the car and Jackie or uh, Marky's head went to the window. Yeah. That was actually a practical thing. They got like a fake head. And just filmed it shooting into the glass, which so I thought was cool. That was an amazing thing that now that you say it, I picture something else. Because like when I watched it, I saw it as, oh, this is a violent crash. But yeah. now that you said that they had a practical, which I knew I just wasn't thinking about it. Uh-huh. All I can think about is crash test dummies, those cartoons and the toys. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember those. I had some of those. That was a weird toy and cartoon. <laughs> it, it The the cartoon was awesome. The toy was just not great because it's not teaching 90s kids the best <laughs> driving skills. Because <laughs> all, all you want to do is crash it to see how everything pops. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it brings me back to a story because my aunt got me my first crash test dummy car. Uh-huh. And she's like always wanting to like, hey, would you want to know what you got? You want to know what you got? I'm like, no. Well, how about a hint? I'm like, okay. And she's like, I'm like, crash dummies. She's like, no, no, no. I'm like, literally, what else can that be? That's too too easy of a hint. <laughs> I'm like, how do you think that's a hint rather than an answer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I want to find that toy. Like, I think I s- still have all of it, but one tire. Yeah. So what? that would be kind of cool to play with again. <laughs> yeah, 3D print a tire. You can get it going again. Yeah, but hey, even if it's as long as it can balance enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, wow. man. Okay, I'll have to write that down for Stephen's birthday. Crash test dummy. I can't. I can't imagine they're in such high demand that they'd be that expensive either. So hey, it might work. Who knows? That um, the one thing I want to jump back to is the scene where they get rid of Squirrel. Squirrel. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. Slick, but that's the uh. heat. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, when Jackie slams the car door to get out, and the other guy is just like feeling so guilty about betraying his friend. Like yeah. I know the car shake was probably just because the camera was mounted. But mm-hmm. it just made it feel like his world is so wobbly because he feels so guilty that just that door just feels like whoosh, such an overwhelming event and moment just for the person left in the car, at least for me. Yeah, so, I, I that's I mean, I don't know if uh, who knows if that's exactly what the director, Andrew Dominic, was kind of going for. It may have been a happy accident, but I mm-hmm. think you're totally right. That's a really good interpretation of it because they could have. I mean, they, they got the cool shot with Brad Pitt stepping out of the car with the ca- with the camera mounted to the door. Yeah, I mean, that's the cool part of it. They didn't have to close it. They could have cut right at that point and had him just like leveling the shotgun on his arm. 
or on top of the car, but they closed it. And yeah, cameras attached to the door. So when it slams, it's going to shake everything. That's that's really cool. I I hadn't considered that, but I think you're you're dead on about that because uh, Frankie is is not doing well with with how he sold out the person who I guess had given him a good amount of work and was kind of, I don't know, as friendly as these sorts of people can be. Yeah. And like, granted, he set him up for failure by sending him to that job, but I still get it. Like he's betraying his friend. He doesn't want to be a rat. And other than the fact that he didn't put two and two together, that there's no way he's walking away from this enforcer. Mm -hmm. Jackie did convince him like, Hey, either I'm going to find somebody else who's going to tell me what I want to know. And then you're, you're going to die or you can fix your mistake and tell me and help me and then live which was yeah. a bald-faced lie, but it's just like, hey, yeah. there's no stopping me, so you can either die with honor or live as a coward. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, I hate to be in that position, but mm. those are those are definitely two options. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> feels feels bad that Frankie didn't realize what was really happening. I don't know what he would have been able to do against Jackie. Um, well, if but, he had been smart enough to think that far in advance, he wouldn't have taken that particular job. It's true. Or or brought on uh, Russell as his partner on that one. Ugh. Who yeah. couldn't even bring just like regular latex gloves or something. Brought dishwashing gloves. <laughs> Hell, even mittens would have looked better. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Depending on the uh, mittens. But like, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, and poor Frankie. That was some Pulp Fiction brain spray. Yeah. Okay. God, like uh, the, I don't know penultimate scene the second to last scene mm-hmm. dropped him off at the uh car garage and the first time i saw this i was like is frankie actually gonna be okay is he just learning a hard lesson but clearly not like he he they jackie got out of the car turned around you see the revolver come in the window and then just yeah like it was uh who is who is the it was phil lamar's character in uh pulp fiction oh yeah I forget the character's name, but yeah, it was Phil Lamar's character. Uh, and, 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 uh, Vincent Vega is just pointing a gun to the back of the seat, <laughs> like casually and <laughs> accidentally blows his brains out. He was because like, he oh, had, he, he, there was a bump <laughs> because he had the hammer pulled back. That was the mistake. He had a revolver, uh, had the yeah. hammer pulled back. So this, the slightest tap on the trigger is going to make it go off. Like if it was an actual <laughs> automatic, like right. a handgun, You'd actually have to put a little more pressure on that trigger, but once you prime a revolver, (laughs) be careful with that shit. Like like a feather touch on that one? Uh, Depending on which one, but you hit a bump, it's very possible, especially if you don't have your finger on the barrel. Because if you have your finger on the trigger, Uh you can easily pull back if you get startled. But if you have it, like that's why if you watch any proper cop or any documentaries, when they're yeah. going in through rooms, they'll have it on the barrel because like they want to make sure when they put the finger on the triggers because they mean to shoot it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You you don't you don't shoot anything until you're ready to shoot it. Yeah, it's uh, like when you put your then. finger there, it's because you're actually gonna pull it. It's like you're not thinking mm-hmm. about it. It's like it's here, it's because I'm using it. Yeah. Well, that kind of makes me think that John Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction was kind of a crappy assassin then. Well, you you saw him. He was hilarious, but he's a little sloppy. He he, he <laughs> let the boss's wife go OD. Did, yeah, OD'd. And then let Bruce Willis get the drop on him uh, mm-hmm. later on in the film, just shot him into the uh shower oh. with an uh, with an Uzi. At least it was quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could say that at least. Um uh, but anyway, that's a different film. I may want to watch that one now too. It's been a long time since I've seen Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, Pulp um, Fiction, Fifth Element, just going to Bruce Willis <sighs> kick. I'd be okay with that. We 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 should do it next uh, December so we can have Die Hard in there. <laughs> just have a Bruce Willis Christmas month. Uh-huh. Oh, but we do need Christmas movies. We'll figure it out. Yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, that that was that was gross. A lot of stuff can come out of a person when they get shot, apparently. um especially with like at that close range with i'm not sure what kind of gun that was or what kind of a bullet it was Uh, uh, let me back up i guess if you're gonna get shot by anything and if it exits you the bullet exits you it's not going to exit that cleanly really probably or maybe it depends on the bullet if it's going slowly enough it'll just explode out of you uh i'm guessing it depends where you get hit and like the type of bullet because there are some bullets that fragment on impact oh sure so they're not a clean exit yeah, well, this uh, one was not a clean exit. Uh, Frankie's uh, brains and skull were all over the inside of that car. It was just everywhere that, oh, man. this movie- and, then, and then it wasn't just the one headshot. Then, kind of like he did with, with Squirrel, uh, Jackie went and got, gave him, like, four more shots to the body. Like, yeah, unloaded so, that revolver on him. Yeah, he unloaded it. So I don't know if he was doing that to, to make sure that he was dead which i doubt because he was shot in the head yeah or if it was more to make it look like a robbery i would guess that i mean knowing jackie he mm-hmm. like he covers his tracks he like he wiped down the car too yeah i was like very particular about where he was touching so it was like very it was mm-hmm. it was clever that he handles his business well yeah 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 i agree i it was uh I don't know. Again, gruesome, violent, but impressive to watch Jackie do his thing, I guess. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That it cracked me up that with Jackie and Mickey at dinner, I forget which one said a plague's coming because they were complaining about the, the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was just like, hey, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that may have also, I don't know what that was really tying into. I don't think that necessarily tied into the like uh, uh, politics in the background that was happening throughout the film. I'd like to cover Although, that. Like, I, I guess, yeah. Jackie was not very uh, uh, keen on Obama by the end of it. Um, no, that he was just like very cynical. And that's something that I kind of wanted to cover was like that last speech, which I know we're probably both excited about. Yeah. But there was a lot of, from the beginning to the end of the movie, occasionally where there were different speeches from politics being like dropped from the radio, television, just throughout yeah. the film. Well, it's mostly and, Bush and Obama, to yeah. my recollection, and just, well, just talking like, about economy. And I think this film was set in Michigan, maybe Detroit, which was really like, did not, has not done well. I think it's improved significantly, but like around 2008 was bad off economically yeah that i think they were primarily just all in boston based yeah. on imdb but um yeah wherever it was yeah oh yeah so like there's different things speeches going on and i feel like at least for me and you you've seen it multiple times you might be able to elaborate better for me that at the end that's when it really <laughs> tied into me what was happening on screen like just the speeches they were playing because then he yeah. like talks about oh yeah we're not that we're not this we're just a business like there's no way we're gonna be equal and like doing the Jefferson uh-huh. rant just yeah. insane like if, for me I I took it as oh look here's somebody who's realistic but also very negative because like I've had discussions with family who are oh you're crazy for wa- thinking that we can do that that this is gonna be good that we're gonna be able to do this I'm like well yes realistically more than likely what we're dealing with now is what we're gonna get but mm-hmm. doesn't mean we can't strive for what's being said completely agree i yeah in that case i i kind of um agree with the driver character richard jenkins doesn't really Mm -hmm. 
actually have a name. He's just known as driver. Uh, he, he even told Jackie to his face, like, damn, that's cynical. Yeah. You know, that your worldview is incredibly cynical. And then got, you know, the, the speech back from Jackie. Um, but to, to, before I get into that a little bit, um, throughout the film, I, I got the impression I, that anytime you hear some little news bite, um, it, it tied in kind of fairly closely to what was being shown on screen. And given who was directing this one, it was Andrew Dominic. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think any of those news pieces were just thrown in there because they sounded good. I think they were put in there and probably chosen specifically because they tied into what was being shown on screen. Like toward the beginning, I think in the card game room, they were talking about just like it was some speech about the economy and how either we were like doing great or, or things were taking or whatever. And I think uh, juxtaposing that with a card game with gambling and mm-hmm. with a robbery is int- very intentional and is sort of just like a, a condemnation of U.S. politics where, you know, either I, f- I forget the, the exact details of the speech. It was either like economy is great or economy is shit. And I think it can go either way with the card game. Either the economy is great because you got a bunch of grifters uh, uh, funneling <laughs> money into the economy like was happening in the in the card game. Or the economy is shit because you got a bunch of people robbing money from from everybody else. I I don't know. I think every every little news bite, but especially the last one, was chosen specifically because it aligned with what was shown on screen. And then you get the Jefferson speech, which was just like <laughs> hats off to you, screenwriter and and Brad Pitt for delivering it that way. Because I mean, one a hundred percent true, and. Like, uh, tough to, um, rationalize and agree with if you're overly nationalistic and have that raw, raw, stupid patriotism, uh, thing going on inside of you. Um, because it's, it's very much a condemnation of the like, uh, uh, glittery American dream that we've all been sold from, I don't know, since the fifties, at least where, you know, if you just, if you just work hard and you try hard and we all stick together, then we'll all be okay. But it's clearly not the case. And Jackie was calling that out and saying, we're not a fucking community. America's a business. And they ends it with now fucking pay me, <laughs> which <laughs> was a remarkable way to end a film. It, it, it was an impre- impressive because it was just insane how accurate it was that this the whole patriotism where people are so blinded by what they the ideals are and what was said originally versus what is being done or what even some of the people who wrote that stuff were doing on their own time mm-hmm. goes back and forth like the whole jefferson speech was just like oh like that's sad like great words but you're not following through and i think patriotism in regards to people who just like blindly follow it uh, doesn't work because it just seems insincere but i think that if people could have that kind of enthusiasm for patriotism and then be realistic and go like this is what we should be even though we're not this is what we're going to strive to be would be sure so, uh, yeah uh, let me say that that's i agree with you that's that's what i i probably should have clarified the whole like flying eight american flags off the back of your like coal burning <laughs> lifted truck bullshit oh yeah no, that, I that is crap but the 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 like I think what I feel as true patriotism, where you can love your country but you can also be critical of it, is the important thing. And it's I think what Jackie was displaying. Yeah, one hundred percent. So that speech was just awesome. That uh, I'll before I 
give my thought on the film because my thought of Jackie and that speech ties into my end rating of this episode. Is there anything else you would like to cover? Um, I don't know. Like cinematography wise, we talked a little bit about it throughout this mm-hmm. thing. I really loved it. It was by, I think his name is pronounced Greg, Greg Frazier. He uh, has done some Star Wars films recently. Um, and I think he is shooting the new Dune movie that's coming out. Like Greg Frazier is like maybe top 10 cinematographers for cinematographers for me i think he does great great work and should he deserves to be more well known because his work is beautiful i love what he does oh yeah the the film was this beautiful so like with this film i know at the beginning of the episode i kind of took you back by going oh it's so violent it it got me (laughs) freaked out like probably not the response you were expecting so this one like the first half of the film with the personalities and all the vile coming out of these people's mouths kind of like that scene in 25th hour where he's yelling in the mirror yes that threw me off and i was like oh man what am i watching like this is hurting my soul so i was just like okay i'm gonna finish it It, it, the the way the film is being made it's being presented well i'm just having a hard time with the content and then the last half film though yeah no 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 not a long film so the last half brought it home for me, though. Yeah. Including that speech, like all that was just like, all right, that first half that I was having a hard time with just got erased because damn, it was worth s- sifting through all that hatred and shit just to get yeah. to this last half of the film and watch it all come together. So for me, I'd say for most people, it's probably a rent like they should watch it. For me, it's a buy for my personality, but I feel like most people are going to be like a rent rather than a buy, at least in my opinion. I, I think I would agree. Yeah. I, if you're not put off by kind of extreme violence, which I think is present in this film, then an easy rent. I think the pacing of the film is, despite it only being like 90 something minutes, it's kind mm-hmm. of a slow film. It's, it's slowly paced, but it's like the acting is incredible. It looks great. The sound design is great. Oh yeah, it's very good. It has a, a neat uh, like soundtrack too. They use a lot of like older music. Um, like during that that uh, car shootout scene was really cool. Um, oh yeah, I, I yeah I think it's an easy rent. I bought it right away because I love the director and Brad Pitt. They both uh, collaborated on the assassination of Jesse James Oof. a few years I, before this one. I don't recall if I've finished that one. I know I uh. watched it. I can't remember if I finished it just because of the situ, like the timing and when I was trying to watch and all that. Right. That so was also like a three hour movie too. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a long see. one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I dug this one. I bought it like the moment it came out and I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought it was great. Um, I agree. The begin, the first half is difficult to watch. Um, but I, and t- correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like it was difficult for you, not because of the film, but just because these people that you were seeing were very realistically depicted and were just disgusting people yeah that so it wasn't the physical violence it was just the people that made it made it hard for me yeah understandable because like the moment the first moment like actually anytime you see russell ben mendelson's character like he looks high as hell and he's just greasy and sweaty and just gross and like is a dog thief too like he's a terrible terrible bastard and yeah yeah, like would i would leave any room he walks in into just because i don't want to be around that kind of nonsense 100 percent. that i would just be like okay bye Uh uh but even still i think it doesn't hurt the movie too much 
uh, like you said, get through the first half because it really picks up in the second half and ties the entire thing together. Yeah, that I'd have to compare it to like, I'm not going to talk about the whole Saw franchise. If you ever get intrigued by that, we can do that one day. Well, I saw the first one and I don't know, man. (laughs) Okay, so that's actually the one I was going to reference is the first one that it kind of reminds me of the first Saw, like Hmm. the first like the first 70% of the movie wasn't bad. Like the pacing could have been a little bit better, but yeah. at the end, that reveal how everything falls together. Right. Yeah. That, that's how I feel I like agree. with this one is just like all that stuff that was bugging me. And then a beautiful mm. domino effect. Like if somebody had built an entire California state map out of dominoes and then has it perfectly fall down and turn into like another symbol or something like just something elegant i like that i like that <laughs> killing them softly the most elegant movie of the year says stephen race <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah let's go. i'm going with that most elegant mass murder ever <laughs> it was there's a lot of death <laughs> but it was pretty contained though considering <laughs> it's true that's true when you got jackie on the on the doing the business then it's it's gonna be good but yeah no most elegant mass murder i believe and i'd say it's worth a watch yeah 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 i mean if you can stream it why not but Mm -hmm. give it a rent i know that one's good yeah it's you won't regret renting it all right i want to thank you for recommending this film and as always we want to thank everybody for listening we hope you enjoyed hearing this episode as much as we enjoyed watching this film and sponging off all the blood off our tv from this film (laughs) make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or wherever a person can leave a review. It really does help us out a lot. And we want to make sure to hear from you so we can give you what you want. Hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Stephen Reyes here with my enforcer. <laughs> Sean Anderson. Very nice. And this is... More. Movies. Please. Just fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs>